changing no producer really is going to be interested in you taking their platform and you just promoting they are looking at how does this help my audience is there a secret back door in getting attention from national show producers? My next guest says yes, and she'll teach you exactly how to do that. She's a 20-year Hollywood veteran author and the chief noisemaker of Media Mavericks Academy. TJ Mercer, next on Self Talk Radio Show. Brought to you by... Pure Energy Apothecary, people and planet-friendly skincare. Find them at Bed Bath & Beyond or online at pureenergybody.com. Welcome to Self Talk Radio Show. I'm Sarah Spencer. My next guest is a 20-year Hollywood veteran, author, and the chief noisemaker of Media Mavericks Academy. Now, if you're looking for the inside scoop on finding the secret backdoor to national show producers, you don't want to miss this episode. Please welcome TJ Mercer to Self Talk Radio Show. Hi, TJ. Hey, Sarah. I actually um, almost started daydreaming because I'm like, your voice is so soothing. Like, oh, I just want to hear her talk. Let her start singing the ABCs or something to me. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> Hi. Oh, God. Well, you know, we had technical difficulties getting on Skype, and finally we're here. So I think that no, now... Yeah, no, let's, let's keep it real. We had technical disasters. <laughs> like, we, y'all, this interview almost didn't make it because we were having some serious problems, but we here. We here, here. now. Yeah, now we both have degrees <laughs> to work at AT&T, you know, at this point. So, so tell me, you're, you've spent 20 years in Hollywood, and now you are a chief noisemaker. Can you tell me what is a chief noisemaker? Yeah, so look, I want my five years. I've actually done 25 years, so I'm going to update that for you <laughs> and on my bio, because clearly you got it from somewhere. So, yeah, I've been in the game for 25 years, and, you know, I've worked on some of the biggest TV shows, The Tonight Show, Extra, um, I've done ABC, NBC, MTV, VH1, uh, I've worked for studios like, you know, tiny studios like Walt Disney, DreamWorks, you know, studios you've never heard of. <laughs> and uh, I've done reality shows like The Bachelor, I'm sure you never heard of that either. So, you know, my, my time in, in Hollywood has been vast. I was the behind the scenes producer for the number one comedy of 2018 with Kevin Hart and Tiffany Haddish, which was night school. And then right after that, I did Shaft uh, for Warner Brothers. So what happened was what had happened is uh, I took all of that knowledge and turned it into kind of being a media coach. Not kind of. That looks dumbing myself down. No, I know kind of. I'm a beast media coach. Um, but what <laughs> I do now is I teach authors, experts, coaches, entrepreneurs uh, how to pimp their PR and ha handle it themselves without being a publicist, without having a publicist and without being a celebrity. And so my Mavericks, my, is, my company's called Media Mavericks, and they are killing the game making noise about their genius. Yeah, I just saw you post on Facebook this couple. There's, It's a new, it almost looks like another Shark Tank. And they were... You saw what they won, $120,000? Yes, yes, I saw it. And I was so excited because I was like, I know who's responsible for that. <laughs> yes, ma'am, I take full credit because my hashtag is I suck at a lot of things, but media ain't one. So I take my credit for what I'm really good at. And I am good at helping people make noise about their genius. So the couple that you're talking about is Bill and Sonia Massey. Yeah. They have this great product called the Restroom Kit, which is basically... Um, um, 
a whole restroom, you know, essentials kit the size of a deck of cards so that when you're out at festivals and public bathrooms and porta potties, you can take in the restroom kit. It has everything you need. And so a couple of years ago, even before this, a couple of years ago, I coached them um, and they landed on Steve Harvey's entrepreneur show called Thunderdome and they messed around and won that show. And then fast forward a couple of years, uh, they landed on Elevator Entrepreneur Elevator Pitch is what the show is called. Yes. And walked away with a $120,000 deal. And yes, baby, that was all me. That was all me. That well, a is, lot of them too, but. <laughs> that is awesome. Yeah, I, I saw it on Facebook and then I saw the, the video clip and just great mm-hmm. job. So how, what, how do you prepare for something like that? Well, if you're not a celebrity, Sarah, you have to approach it. Celebrities are the ones that can go on any show and basically just promote. You know, they want to promote their latest film. They want to promote their latest book, their latest album, their latest project, whatever they're working on. They can just go and promote. But what I teach everybody that comes in contact with me is that if you're an everyday person that does not have a, um, you know, a, a huge, you know, stamp of celebrity attached to you, then your approach is you have to serve. And that's why I feel, feel like people go wrong. They look at and I even made this mistake when I first started. I, you know, I worked behind the scenes, so I just did what I watched celebrities do. So when I went to pitch myself, I was talking about promote, promote, promote my book, promote this. And what I realized when no one showed up into my book signing, my book sales didn't do well, I realized that I went at it wrong because I didn't serve the audience. What is it? What problem did the book that I write actually solve for the viewer? And so what I teach is the fact that you need to stay off of channel W-I-I-F-M-E, what's in it for me, and tune in to channel W-I-I-F-T-V-T-L-T-R, what's in it for the viewer, what's in it for the listener, what's in it for the reader. And when you approach from that standpoint, Sarah, no, no producer really is going to be interested in you taking their platform and you just promoting. They're looking at how does this help my audience? How does this make sure that the audience doesn't tune out and turn the channel? The celebrity can do it differently because the celebrity has already served us by putting out good music. Beyonce, she serves us. If you're a fan or not, you can't be denied. She serves a lot of people with her music. So by the time she wants to do an interview, she can just go on Ellen and say, I'm here to promote. That's not the case for everyday people like you and me. And we're going to get into um, sharing a few secrets about getting booked in the media, even if you're not a celebrity. When we come back, T.J. Mercer, my guest on Self Talk Radio Show. Think websites are old-fashioned, out of touch with your core audience? Think again. While your tribe may love you on Instagram, you may be missing out on a whole client base that searches for you on Bing or Google. Then what? WebHelp US built Self Talk Radio Show's website, and I love it. Podcast uploads, open graph tags, SEO stuff, they do it all for me. WebHelp US, they even think of things like backing up my website, checking for viruses and stuff I frankly don't have time for. WebHelp US, professional websites for big picture people. WebHelpUS.com. Welcome back to Self Talk Radio Show. I'm Sarah Spencer. My guest, TJ Mercer. She is the chief noisemaker of Media Mavericks Academy. And how do we end up uh, getting some more exposure uh, and getting booked in national media? What, what are some tips we might be able to use? 
Okay, so I love talking about this stuff. So lean in, get your notes. I'm going to pause in three, two, one, get your pen because I'm going to drop some nuggets on you that you probably haven't heard before. So the first thing, Sarah, number one is I want you to dream national but act local. What that means is every city around the country pretty much has an ABC, an NBC, a CBS, and a Fox and mostly a CW2 in their city. So Good Morning America is an ABC show. Today's show is an NBC show. Um, CBS, their national show is, is CBS This Morning. So obviously it's a CBS show. And then Fox and CW don't have national shows, but you can find an affiliate in, in that particular city. Now here's, here's the key though. In most cases, not all, in most cases, Good Morning America will not have you on and consider you an expert if you don't show that you can handle local media. So the first thing they're going to ask is, what have you done locally? For example, I pitched my one of my VIP clients, I pitched her to a national show called Sister Circle. And very first response, I kid you not, very first response from the producer was, what else has she done? Can you send me some video clips of what else she had done? But I had already booked her on, on like ABC, NBC, and CBS, so that was an easy thing. So you want to actually start looking at your city to book yourself on before you even approach the national markets. Now, here's another level to this. If you are in a, a big market, like New York is number one, LA is number two, Chicago's three, uh, Philly's four, Dallas is five, and so on and so on and so on. If you have never done television, do not go after those markets. I do not let my media mavericks start in any market higher than number 31. Why? Because you don't want to make your mistakes in those high markets. You want to make your mistakes in Biloxi, Mississippi. You want to make your mistakes in my hometown of Jackson, Tennessee. I live in L.A. now. But you want to make your mistakes in those smaller markets because here's the thing. NBC Biloxi and NBC New York still gets you as seen on NBC. You're still building your credibility. You're still building your authority. You're getting the ex the expertise and the experience of handling a TV interview in a three to five minute situation. And you do are not making mistakes. And if you do, you know, instead of, you know, 10 million people seeing you, maybe, you know, half a million or something. So I want you to start in lower markets. Unless you mess up so bad that somebody puts it on a YouTube meme and... <laughs> And then you oh, get let's, let's, let, let's hope that never happens. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's say you get your, your local gig, you, you kind of get your groove of what you're going to say. How do you conduct yourself in the interview? So I teach a five-step premise called um, How to Rock Your Interview. You have to show up with SPUNK. And SPUNK is an acronym. So S, you show up with sparkle. I think, Sarah, you and your listeners can tell that no matter what situation I'm in, I love media. So I'm going to show up. It's going to communicate in my voice. This is not a video. You can't see my face, but you can hear it in my voice. I love this. So I don't care if it's on video that you're doing TV. I don't care if it's a podcast or a radio interview. I don't care if it's a phone interview that's going to be transcribed and turned into a print interview. You must always show up with sparkle. 
P, show up prepared. Not meaning that, you know, you showing up looking cute and making sure your dress matches your, your stilettos and you got the right earrings on. I mean that you know your talking points so well that you can do them in your sleep. So if I call you, Sarah, at three o'clock in the morning and say, Sarah, give me your third talking point. You should, and trust me, I do this with my clients too. You should be able to regurgitate that thing back to me in a heartbeat without missing it. It should be so embedded in your DNA. If you could see me now, I haven't, um, I did an interview yesterday. I talk about it all the time, but I'm going off of no notes because these are the things that I always talk about and it's embedded in me. So it doesn't matter when we're doing the interview, you turn me on, I can go. So you want to show up prepared because the other part of that is more than likely you're going to be nervous. I have, I have not had one client that started out with no media that was not nervous. When you are showing up prepared, it means the butterflies in your tummy have gotten together. They've had a meeting and decided we're going to fly left today. Not right. We're going left. So we're all flying in the same direction. So what's happening is your nerves are kind of calm because you have the confidence that if nothing else, you know your talking points. So you can be fully, fully present. The you of Spunk is understanding it is a partnership. Sarah and I, I'm pulling back the, the curtain. Sarah and I uh, talked beforehand. We had a communication through questionnaire. I have a clear understanding of what it is that she wants her her her, reader, her, her listeners to know about me when I come and do this interview. There has to be an understanding. I'm not here to monopolize the conversation. I'm here to do exactly what I said at the beginning, to serve her audience. So I understand it is a partnership. It is a conversation of she's allowing me on her platform to serve her audience, to make her audience better, to increase, to um, inspire her audience, to give them knowledge they didn't have otherwise. The end of Spunk is you show up with nuggets of information i've been 25 years in the game i don't have time you know we, we would be here for years me actually trying to dispense everything that i know so i drill it down into nuggets of my expertise so i'm talking in an acronym now i'm doing what i teach you to do i'm talking in an acronym now so you have just like bullet points i'm not trying to give you long explanations about everything and show you how smart i am just enough to actually take you to another level so by the time we're done you're like okay I want some more TJ in my life because I need some more and I'm willing to let this wild woman into my life <laughs> and then the finally the K you show up knowing you earned it I don't care if you pitched the producer or they came looking for you they apparently saw something in you your business your book or your brand that they find valuable so you show up with the confidence that you've earned the right to be here i am known as the beast in the media streets i do not play that down i own up to that moniker because it's the one thing i know i'm good at so when i show up on a, a on the self-talk radio i'm showing up knowing i earned the right to be here Great advice. That's fantastic. Now, how do you know what shows to target? So you want to study what I, you want to do. You study the landscape. So, for example, I used to have a lot of people always tell me they want to they're relationship experts and they want to go on Steve Harvey. Well, if you study the landscape, Steve Harvey is the relationship expert on his show. He, it, it went off the air on TV and now it's back on on Facebook. Watch. I have people telling me all the time they want to go on Ellen and talk about their new book. 
Well, if you look at Ellen and you study the landscape of Ellen, Ellen is a celebrity-driven show unless she's doing she's talking about something uh, viral or something that somebody has done that's gotten a lot of attention. Um, you know, the good in their community. She does not have authors there to just talk about their book. It's a celebrity who happens to have a book. So you want to make sure you study the landscape. Of it, and I go a lot more in detail about it in in my do-it-yourself publicity program. I, I break a, there's a whole module that breaks it all down of really what shows to go after, how you study the landscape. But in general, you want to look at the show to make sure that your business, your book, or your brand is an actual fit. Yeah. And you know, TJ, you're talking on a national level. I can only speak in local news is we have different reporters who hit beats is what they're called. You know, is what what beat is that mm-hmm. reporter doing? Are they doing crime? Are they doing, you know, business? Lifestyle. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So very wise advice to know the reporter and their producer. And and that's a good question, too, is a lot of people like, well, I'm just going to go talk to Ellen <laughs> to get on Ellen. No. Right. How do you get no. to um, who how do you make that connection to the right producer to, um, you know, to ingratiate to, to kind of put yourself in the right place? Well, let me tell you a sneaky way to do it. And this way works. <laughs> so if you go to any of these shows, websites, they typically have a section called beyond the show and they're looking for are you looking for love after 50 or have you survived cancer or uh have you mastered the art of painting your toenails red white uh jumping out of a plane whatever it is Mm -hmm. you go on their site and you see if you qualify for any of these not as an expert but just a general person you then (laughs) excuse me you then submit for that and what happens, um, so for example, I had one of my, my mini Mavericks, my, one of my kids was on Steve Harvey uh, in his Extraordinary Kids section. And it was a three month window between initial contact and Madison, that's her name, being on his show. But her mom was talking to the producer almost every day. What's happening? a relationship is being formed. So then once you actually develop this relationship, you can start pitching them their your expertise. I always come with receipts. So I have a client, um, her name is Tara Kennedy Klein. She's a in-your-face parenting expert. She has like a 2 million listener podcast or something. Wow. So a few years ago, she um, she applied to be on Dr. Oz to because she they were looking for moms who lost weight on vacation. I don't understand how Tara could lose weight on vacation, (laughs) but she did. So she applied and they liked her. She called me and she was like, coach, they want me on the show. And I was like, okay. So I laid out an entire strategy for her, similar to this, of what I wanted her to do. I told her what I wanted them to pitch. The win, if like, after you do the segment of the show, if you feel like you rocked it, go ahead and pitch this. She did the segment. She felt like she rocked it. She pitched what I told her to pitch to the producer and they loved it loved it they wanted to talk to her more about her coming on the show downside though is they were going on hiatus um for the summer at at this window that she pitched and she dropped the ball and didn't stay in touch with the producer but it doesn't change that the strategy worked Mm -hmm. she went she saw on the website they were looking for moms who could lose weight on vacation she applied she got accepted she befriended the producer she pitched the producer producer liked it wanted to talk about more about going after it and i'm telling you that strategy works 
What are some do's and don'ts in getting publicity for a business or a book or a brand? So we talked about one of the business, the biggest do's for me is that you're looking at it from a promotion standpoint and not a service standpoint. But you also need to take into consideration that producers are not going to hand their audience over to you. So you want to go in with the strategy of even how you handle the conversation. So are you talking in terms that will get that that viewer, that listener, that reader back to your website? Are you, um, have you drilled down your genius into just soundbites? Soundbites is the answers to your question. Basically, it's just a fancy word for that. Um, are you having a conversation? So even with, with Sarah and I, it's not an official interview. She's asking, she's asking me questions, but I'm, it's a conversational tone. We're having fun. We're laughing. I always also like to tell people, do not show up as who you think they want you to be, but rather show up as who you are. So regardless of what my subject matter is, I can talk about reality TV, I can talk about media, and I can talk about domestic violence because I am a domestic violence survivor. Regardless of what situation I'm in, you're gonna get this level of TJ. You're gonna get the jokes, you're gonna get the 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 shenanigans, you're gonna get the all of a sudden I'm just gonna bust out and start laughing and you know, you're gonna get that because it's who I am. I'm not gonna turn into this experty expert the minute the cameras start rolling or the minute Sarah counts down and we're live in three, two, one. I'm still gonna be TJ. And that's so important. You got to be who you are, and and also having passion for what you love. Uh, it it shows. You know when when you can get on a show. I think someone gave me advice once. They said, if you get nervous, to say, "I'm glad I'm here. I'm glad you're here, and I know what I'm doing." And if you can calm yourself that way, answer the questions, and if you've got a great product or a book or a concept, it'll come across in spades. Definitely. Um, I am getting jail for this, but one of the things that I actually say, even when I'm speaking in front of thousands and I'm nervous, or anytime I get nervous, I tell the audience I'm nervous. <laughs> like y'all bear with me, cause I am nervous as all get it. I remember, funny story. I remember I was speaking at a um, an engagement where Judge Maybelline from Divorce Court, Cookie Johnson, Magic Johnson's wife. And Patrice Washington, who was Steve Harvey's money maven at the time, she was always on his show. I was on that same roster and I was the closer. And if you're a speaker, you know, being the closer is a big deal. To this day, I still don't understand why I got this position of being closer. But the organizer was like, nope, I want you to be the closer. First thing out my mouth when I told the audience, listen. I don't know why, how I ended up in this situation. I'm nervous as all get out. I have to follow Judge Maybelline. I have to follow Cookie Johnson. I have to follow Patrice Washington. And now y'all get me. Let me tell you something, Sarah. I had that audience in my hand. (laughs) Why? Because I was relatable. Yes. Everybody knows the sense of being nervous. So now they're rooting for me. So if I blow it, they're still rooting for me. Now you've worked with, in the background, you've worked with Kevin Hart. Is that true? Yep, I was the behind the scenes producer for Kevin's film Night School. And how was it? Were you in contact working with him or how was it to work on that? Contact with him every day on set, interviewing him, getting footage of him. Kevin is an amazing, you know, I know he got in trouble and, you know, he just dropped his Netflix documentary. Yeah, I just I just saw the Netflix documentary. I thought it was pretty good. 
Oh, it's amazing. And yeah. what you see is who Kevin really is. And he um, has this amazing work ethic. Mm. Like, oh, and I'm glad you reminded me because I was going to post this on social media um, because Kevin we did we would shoot all day so at one o'clock in the morning this is he was in the middle of his tour that i think was the irresponsible tour yeah because that's what they featured the documentary so he he wrapped at one o'clock in the morning sat down and did an interview with me at one o'clock in the morning got on a plane on a thursday night to go to the next city that he was going to um do his show in did his comedy show on friday and saturday got up that morning got up flew to new york to run in the marathon on that sunday ran in the marathon flew from new york back to la to be present at his son's birthday party on sunday night he then flew back to atlanta where we were shooting and was on set monday morning my gosh yeah. Well, so uh, when he talks about he is a machine, he is a machine. Well, so are you. You interviewed him at what, one in the morning? Oh, yeah, that part. <laughs> yeah, that part. You're a machine, too, girl. I mean, my gosh, that's amazing. <laughs> I don't know if I could get it together to interview somebody at one o'clock in the morning, but uh, yeah. yeah. So I've, inter- I've had to interview. Let me see. On that film, I had to interview uh, Fat Joe. He's a big rapper. Um, Tiffany Haddish. I was interviewing them in the wee hours of the morning because I would have to. Ca- we would have to get them after they've done, you know, what they were supposed to be shooting that day. I'd I'd love to have Tiffany on the show. She uh, she's funny. She's worked with. Um, Someone we had on the show earlier who, uh, anyway, my, I'm, I'm going off in the weeds here. I want to get back <laughs> to what you're doing. Um, how do we work with you with Media Mavericks Academy? I, I think you are an incredible resource with all the connections you have, all the experience you have. I, I think you're so, so valuable. How could we I work with valuable. you? I I received that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Signed, sealed, delivered from the 802. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> so, um, yes. How do we work with Media Mavericks Academy? So I would suggest, well, let me, let me put it to you this way. If you go to pimpyourpr.com, that's pimpyourpr.com, there you can download the biggest secret that could actually explode your brand. And I'm going to tell you what that secret is, and then you can get more information about it so you can implement it in your strategy. So there's a concept called newsjacking. Newsjacking is the art of taking your business, your book, and your brand and injecting it into a conversation that's happening around a current event, a news trend, something. What does that look like? So, um, uh, when, let me think of my first one. So I have a, a media maverick who's a doctor. She's an MD. When we, a couple years ago, when there was questions around the integrity of the flu shot and if it was, you know, potent enough to do what it was supposed to do, she wrote a blog post about it on her Facebook page. That blog post, she newsjacked the flu shot. That blog post ended up being shared 50,000 times and got 10,000 hits. It shut her website down because it got 10,000 hits to her website in one day. Wow. That is jacking looks like let me give you another example so you can see in the different industries um kim kardashian you know she's a trendsetter supposedly so she came out with this new hairstyle supposedly that she called that would that people were calling boxer braids well i'm a black woman i'm sure you can't see me but i am a black woman we were black women around the world were looking at this quote-unquote new trend 
and it was like, well, that's cornrows. We do. I, I wore cornrows all summer when I was a kid. That's been around for centuries. This is not something she created. But I put out there, listen, don't get mad. Newsjack this. Some, if you're a hairstylist, or in, th- in this case, um, uh, this person was a wig maker. But I said, newsjack this, pitch your local TV station, and show them how they can actually get the Kim Kardashian look. This young lady picked that up. She pitched. She ended up landing on Fox News in less than half an hour, in less than a day. Wow. Uh, We had the age challenge that was on Facebook. And then it came out that um, that it was the app was out of Russia or something. Yeah. Cybersecurity thing. I remember that. yeah. Yeah. So everybody was up in arms. So I was like, you know what? Social media experts, cybersecurity experts, you need to news check this, pitch yourselves and talk about the do's and don'ts of protecting your children on yeah. you know, social media. What are the settings that we need to have? There's a young lady named Natalie Goucher. She's a social media expert. She picked that up in less than 12 hours. She was on TV talking about this. That is what news jacking looks like. And then my final example is my favorite, like, this was one I did. It was still by far the best news jacking example. So one of my VIP clients is a hair loss specialist. And when Black Panther came out, there's a scene in Black Panther that the ball head warriors, the Wakanda, the Wakanda warriors, there was a scene where they had to go and blend in in a more European atmosphere. So they put on wigs. But when the fighting broke out and they had to start kicking butt, they ripped those wigs off. So I wrote a pitch that started with Wakanda warriors are ripping their wigs off by choice, but 46 million women have to wear wigs by force. Baby, that one pitch, I didn't change a thing. That one pitch landed her on ABC, NBC, CBS, and Fox. Wow. That Newsjacking can actually get you instant publicity. So that's why I'm saying go over to pimpyourpr.com, get the free guide. It's totally free. It's going to take you about 15, 20 minutes to to, um, get through it. But I want you to start thinking differently about your approach to your brand because that is what will catapult you to the next level. Everything in this interview has been so smart. I can't thank you enough, TJ. Thank you. You are more than welcome. Hug yourself for me. (laughs) I'll take it. I'll take it. TJ Mercer has been my guest. We'll have links to all of her goodies and website here on selftalkradioshow.com. I'm Sarah Spencer. Thanks for tuning in to Self Talk Radio Show. If you're a fan of Self Talk Radio Show, head out to our Facebook page, take a picture of yourself listening to the show, and you could win yourself a $25 gift card courtesy of Pure Energy Apothecary or one of our guests or sponsors. Thank you so much for listening to Self Talk Radio Show, mind-changing radio where you can find it on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and of course at selftalkradioshow.com.